Hello, people, and welcome to That Coffee Show. You're talking with Benny and Rach. And on the show today, we've got a wonderful uh, special guest with us, Paul Asquith. Thank you. Now, Paul, I could run people through um, your, you know, your qualifications and, <laughs> and what you do, but I'm going to miss some stuff. So how about you just tell us a little bit about what you've done in coffee so that people can, can be impressed? Cool. Yeah, I, I am. I'm all, impress I'm the people. <laughs> if you can impress me, that's always a good look. Sign, I, I can so. make coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that's, humble. That's, Don't be humble. It is the Australian uh, way. Make, I can make coffee good. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I've been in. I've been in coffee for eighteen years. I um, picked up a, a cafe job in Derby Street, mm. um, and that Cafe's was at a place job? called uh, Anna Capri. Okay. Anna Capri. Yeah, I remember that. Using La Varza on an yeah. old San Marino. <laughs> Uh, and that was my first coffee job. And, you know, it was one of those jobs where you got thrown behind the machine, very little training. Here's the grinder. Don't touch it. The rep will be back in six months to touch it. Um, and if you did, then it was the worst thing in the world. You know, I, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then at the time, um, this brand that I hadn't really heard much about uh, was putting one of their first franchises in Newcastle and that was um, – Obviously, Glory Jeans. Yes. And so I uh, stood stood behind, I don't know, 100 people one day at the town hall wow. waiting to get in for an in, in wow. <laughs> interview. <laughs> Went in, interviewed well, was offered a job as a, um, as a head barista because oh. I had a little bit of skill that obviously a lot <laughs> yeah, of people didn't did. already yeah, have. Man. I'd already been behind a coffee machine. Um, so I came in and, um, and it was really there that I, I learned a lot more about coffee than mm. I ever had. You know, yeah. I learned how to, how to properly uh, pull an espresso shot, how to time, how to adjust the grind, yeah. how to do the milk properly. And, you know, Glory Jeans copped a lot of flack along the way, yes. but man, yeah. they, they had some super tight standards. You know, you had to pour your, your milk coffees on top of scales to make sure you had yeah. the foam level oh. right. Correct. You had to time your shots. Um, yeah. You measured them in shot glasses. They were doing things well before a lot of people were doing them. They, mm. they did a lot of things good. Mm. Um, and so in that time I uh, started to really fall in love with coffee and, and, and get to know it really well and I even competed in a um, Glory Jeans National Barista Championship. Yes. Wow. was in the final for that. Uh, and then it come to a time when there was a job offer at, at head office as a trainer. And I applied for it and I was successful. So yeah. made the big move from Newcastle to Sydney. Um, wow. And that was when I was about, uh, I think it was about 25 or 26 or yeah. about, mm-hmm. around that sort of mark. And, um, yeah, started to work as the barista trainer for Glory Jeans. There you go. And, uh, um, again, you know, a lot of learning and mm. learning how to become a trainer and all of that mm. sort of stuff. And, and training, it was it, it was a really interesting job. I got to train people from the level of barista right through to master franchise partner. Mm. You know, wow. I remember training wow. people from – the US, from India, from, man, like all over. All, all over. over. Same. <laughs> I think I trained 14 different countries wow. at the time that I was doing it. That's pretty and, cool. Um, and, yeah, so learnt, learnt heaps there. And then, you know, naturally got to sort of a really hungry stage where I wanted to delve into other parts of the industry. Yeah. Um, so I took on a role with Grinders Coffee. Yep. As their, their national training manager. Uh, there, I, I guess, you know, I got to really have some autonomy around what I was doing yep. um, with the training and, and design the training and mm. all of that sort of stuff. Um, but it was then that I joined on a coffee yes. and just 
let's let's put it put it out there on air that I yeah. never lived in Canberra. People still think I lived in Canberra. <laughs> I never lived in Canberra. Uh, love the place, love the people down place, there. I couldn't yeah. do it. It's too cold for me. Way yeah. too it is cold, cold for me. It's and we're struggling now. We're all complaining yeah. about the cold now. <laughs> like all oh, those sixteen degree yeah. autumn days. Ooh. Not like one point six degree mornings, <laughs> um, scraping ice off your windscreen. Oh, so and the breeze, the yeah. breeze down yeah, there. Yeah, don't That's even get me started. It cuts through you. Yeah, mm. um, but uh, yeah, I, I uh, was working in Sydney for Honor Coffee yeah. and helping them uh, bring on accounts in mm. in around the Sydney area. So I was at at the time Honor was still. Uh, relatively small, so it was the jack yeah. of all trades. I did the <laughs> yeah. training, selling, uh, installs, <laughs> tech work, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> phone support, everything, yeah. everything. Um, so I did that for honour and, yeah. um, you know, there I learned a lot about specialty coffee. I was there mm. that I really got into competing as a barista. Yeah. yeah. I'd competed up until that point, but the I guess the support there, um, as you know, honour is yeah. really 100% behind competition and Absolutely. they they um they they take the feedback that they get from the competition circle really seriously and mm. a lot of their branding has evolved and a lot of their coffee has evolved mm-hmm. around that and obviously you know in 2015 Sash won the World Brewster Championship while I was still there mm. and um it's not a know, small feat by the way yeah not at all yeah. going particularly That's... going for your very first worlds and yeah. winning I think he's one of only uh, maybe a small handful of people that wow. have gone to Worlds the first time wow. and won it and been able to go, well, I'm retired as a British <laughs> competitor. Um, I'll like support the Michael Jordan of yeah. um, yeah. Barista Championships. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. So, um, you know, and the sporting analogy is funny, funny with Sash. Like he was obviously a, a, an Olympic handball competitor as well. But, well, yeah. I, that's, a, I, that's, that's a random That's a conversation you can have with I'd, him. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Everyone's um, got those random little quirks. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, ben I'm was a, telling yeah. me one the other day about Tetris. Well, yes. You can you can explain it because I don't like to blow my own trumpet. Do you oh. even know what Tetris is? Oh, yeah. Because oh, okay, <laughs> we were talking Dialogue about I was like, I, was, <laughs> I downloaded it on my phone like a month ago and I've yep. been playing it like every day, like religiously. I'm like, this is so fun. And then I was telling Ben about it and he's like, well, actually, he was telling me all about your history. Subtle brag. <laughs> yeah, subtle brag. <laughs> and you were top in yeah. the top 30, we yeah. say. Yes. Yep, in the world. In a world, comp- world competition. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was in the early two thousands when Tetris kind of had a research, uh, <laughs> like it's it's big resurgence and yeah I got a little obsessed with it and <laughs> I think I was like I think I could have been I'm either one of like two or three people in Australia that uh, that were ranked in the top one hundred <laughs> wow. for a while um, I yeah I think I got within the top thirty I never got the you top don't. ten I wanted to get in the top yeah. ten so bad honestly I'm playing on my phone I'm like yeah I'm getting pretty good at this and then Ben's like yeah I was in the top thirty I was like pretty bad at this like, <laughs> no it's yeah look the thing is is like the difference is so small when you're when you're up there oh yeah it's like if you can get that extra mm. couple of thousand you know like you jump you start yep. to jump so that's and that's what i would be like i'm like that every second that i can do this <laughs> like longer just moves me <laughs> moves my ranking up i'm not competitive no not at all <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like it at all <laughs> i just get obsessed right? I, I didn't know, need to know that tetris was on the phone by the way but anyway oh. well that's you know yes that's it is true. dangerous yeah yeah, yeah i did because it would be Get on like the old Game Boy things, right? Yeah. What do they call those? 
like the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Or actually Nintendo. Well, Nintendo. We had one of those and between my whole family, oh, yeah. there was a bit of a fight to get it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of us. There's something really pleasurable about Tetris. Mm, I think it's soothing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is a bit. So you, you, you're a fellow Tetris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I wasn't really <laughs> lofty levels like well, you. We're not judging. We're not judging. I did love playing. Yeah. yeah well, well, that's the thing. And, and, uh, and that's what I would say. I did go through a phase on my phone where I started playing again and um, and Jem would be like, I, well, you, you do this every day. And I'm like, it's actually my defrag mm. from the day. <laughs> and she's like, but isn't it stressful? Because like you can never win. Like with Tetris you can never win. <laughs> yeah, well. And I'm like, yeah. Like, but that's still have the, the same. Do, 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 you can do, do, select do, do. it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Or you can go more modern. But um, no, I, I don't think you could play unless it was old school. Yeah, mm. I, I do like the yeah. the old school song. There's um, probably some you know subliminal <laughs> programming in the back of your head when that song comes on. You just you're in tune with those bricks. You yeah. Know. <laughs> well, Tetra. It's, I'm, it's, I'm at. Uh, look, I can, all I can say is it's come in really handy when I've had to like squash things in in the car from a Bunnings trip. Or, yeah. <laughs> or if you if you're travelling and everyone's trying to put their luggage in the boot, you're like, they're like, leave it to me. I can. It's a practical skill. Yeah, I can make it. Fit. I can do this. Hang on a second, and just just can you some someone start the music? Dun, 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 dun. I used to play Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did he do it? It's incredible. Super superpower. <laughs> I love just, it. I love it. Anyway, secret superpowers. I don't know how we got there, secret but you had a secret superpower. I know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sasha had a secret yes. superpower. Yep. Okay, yes. cool. Secret superpowers. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure you do Hand have bomb. some secret superpowers. <laughs> Rach has some too. Uh, yeah, but. so from so from honor, um obviously I learned uh competition and oh, yeah. um competed and it was it was at that time that um you know, I won the uh, Danes Australasian Grand Barista Championship. Yeah. Wow. I um, placed in New South Wales a couple of times, mm. um, and I look. I, I, I'll stand here and say that I have beaten previous Australian <laughs> champions before. <laughs> hey, that's a you subtle know. brag. Yeah, yeah. look, you know. Hugh Kelly was uh, underneath me yeah. a couple of times. You know, okay, he won the Australian <laughs> Barista Championship <laughs> a few times, but anyway, um, I beat him once. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, you so like I to learned. remind him of that just some every now and yeah. then. Yeah. Um, Don't forget to beat you, man. I could be Australian Bruce champion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So technically I'm better. Yeah. Like just saying, man. Yeah. <laughs> just always above. Always above. <laughs> oh, um, that's great. Yeah, and uh, from there I I, uh, I left on a um, – shortly after Sash won the Worlds and joined uh, what was Bellaroma Coffee at the time, um, yep. shortly before they changed to Seven Miles mm-hmm. yeah. Coffee Roasters and um, – yeah, basically was there ever since. Yeah, yep. yeah, and you were the um, head, head trainer. Yeah, head trainer and brand yeah. ambassador. Um, oh. I was, I've, I joke and say that I've had about fifteen different roles there. <laughs> uh, I've been uh, what they call the wingman, which kind of especially sales support role. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did roast. I did QA. I mm. did a whole bunch of stuff there. Wow. Um, I designed the the current downstairs. Uh, if you're walking the seven miles and you see the, the cafe and yeah. the training area, I designed all of that. Wow. So, you know, I've had, had a few few different roles there. So uh, you're you're very well seasoned in the industry, which is good. A little bit, and that, yeah. Uh, that is um, that is really cool. But you now are on to a new project yes. that yeah. we have in the studio today. Yes. And by the way, this is the first interview that we've done post-COVID where you – uh, in the studio with us, and I say post COVID, we're still in COVID. Yeah, 
COVID. Yep. But we are maintaining our metre and a half distance, guys. We are yep. across the table. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's a triangle. And you're allowed to have um, visitors. Yes, yes we are. Exactly. Allowed. One, um, one or two or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, we're tri- we're triangulating in the room. Yep. So. Triangulating. <laughs> not not coffee. We're no, not no, tasting no, the same coffees. No, no. But that would be fun to do. Yep. Um, on the show. <laughs> but we're drinking um, we're drinking something that you've been working on for a little while. Mm. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So um, slow brew. It's a, a canned cold brew coffee. Mm. Um, and when you say a little while it feels like a long while I've been mm. actually been it's it's been a concept uh, for at least three years wow. um, my, my business partner Justin and I thought up dreamt up the idea a long time ago and it's been through a lot of a lot of changes since then mm-hmm. um, but uh, in November of last year we were able to uh, do our first run of brews and put them in cans so we've got a nitro and a black at the moment mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, and very soon we're gonna do um, this the slimline cans but we're also doing an oat milk so we're gonna have oat oh, milk. Wow sparkling black and uh and a black probably and um yeah so and you can say we're expanding our empire slowly slowly very (laughs) very slow slow by name and slow by name and we are we are Uh, drinking it in in the room today yes it's delicious good really enjoying it so yeah cheers to that what what am i drinking at the moment what's this one so that one is the uh nitro yeah Mm. so um, it yep. should add a little bit of body to it and, uh, you know, obviously it has a little bit of that cascading effect mm. out of the can. Yep. Mm. Not as much yeah. as uh, off a nitro tap. It's almost impossible to yeah. have yeah. that same cascade sure. out of a can than it is from the nitro tap. So um, it's really just to add that kind of extra little bit of body and yeah. creaminess big, big to the co- yeah. coffee. Mm. Um, and so it does that, yeah. But if you're straight up just like black cold coffee, then the um, the straight black is is the way to go as well. Yeah. And the oat milk is for you know all of those uh, hipsters out there that <laughs> are loving oat milk these days. It's um, true. It'll be the next big like next oh, big milk, I reckon. One hundred percent. It's what, the next that's big what milk. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I've had it, and I was like, this is great. Yeah. And I don't even like. I don't drink soy almond. Yep. None mm. of that stuff. But I was like. I would drink this. Yeah. So I'm like, it's I nice. think the fact yeah. is it's it, it's the closest to probably the flavour of a cow's milk mm. out of mm. all of the alternative milks and, and yeah. that's probably why it's going to to yeah. win out on top. Well, I've had to get off the lactose. Yeah. There you go. No one wants it yeah. though. Like that's, I, that's I, what... Yeah. If I have to do milk, I now get lactose-free mm. full cream fresh yeah like not the long life stuff okay fresh stuff. Oh, is it life. still super sweet when it's fresh it's or? a little bit sweeter so yep. it does have a slightly higher sugar content yep. um, mm. but it's incredible mm. like if you're going to drink a milky coffee so if you're gonna have a flat white or a yes. cappuccino or anything like that it's actually it is like it's the bomb it is so but to people listening at home i'm not don't get confused. It's not the long life stuff. It's the fresh. <laughs> the fresh not stuff. in the carton. All right. So yeah. you've got to buy it. It still goes off. Like it's like real milk. It's just lactose. They've yep. just taken, they've stolen the lactose. But oat milk, to me, oat milk reminds me a bit of porridge. So yeah. which, a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a little, got that little bit of oaty, yeah. obviously, a bit porridgey. <laughs> funny that. Yeah. It's um, funny that it's got oaty taste. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where it came from. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. So anyway, so that, that, <laughs> that's, nice my, that's my thought. I'm like, it's, it's a bit porridgey, but that's kind of like for a breakfast thing. Mm. I can see why people are yeah. interested in that. Yep. Mm. You know, for sure, right? Yep. 
Yeah. When did we first meet? When did our paths cross? I don't even Cause, know. Cause to be know. honest, <laughs> I don't even know. We've we've known each other for a while. Uh, we um, have. We've we've crossed I paths. I can't remember. I honestly can't. Somewhere. But I'm thinking. I'm yeah. I'm just wondering it'd how have to far be back a, we go. I reckon it'd have to be around. <laughs> it's probably when I started coffee in Sydney. Yeah, I reckon. Because I so think I would between, have been at Toby's at that stage. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, probably. I was. It's between 2007 and today. We yeah. met somewhere there. Yeah. Mm. Between 2007 <laughs> and today. Yeah, that's fair. That's, pretty, that's pretty, a big that's window. Pretty, pretty broad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know when we met. <laughs> you, <laughs> that's pretty fresh in my mind. Yeah. It's just today. Just today. Yeah. This oh, morning. When, see, you, you can mark that in your calendar. Yeah. I and then when we have a chat in a couple of years again, I'll know. Yeah. 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 See, I don't have the benefit of a time machine <laughs> yet. Well, let's yet. say 2007. And when did you open Glee in Derby uh, Street? So we were 2000 or Derby Street. Uh, Gee, you're testing my memory, but I would, I'm going to say 2009 or 2010. So definitely between those because yeah. I knew you when you were in when we were in Derby, Derby Street. Yes, but let's change gears. We've got a couple of a few things. So let's do our segment. Should we do our segment now? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go for it. So, so guys, we're going to we're going to be doing a new segment on the show, and the reason for that is is we've had somebody write in and ask us a question, and we thought it's, that's great. This. Let's yeah. let's encourage more people to write in if you're interested. Uh, and we'll throw you questions around uh, the table and and maybe we can help you. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> we might have well, some wisdom. If we can't there. help people, <laughs> then, then I don't know. Something's world's not in right. trouble. Yeah. I've been helping people since you know, 2007. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got that on the back of the T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> helping people since 07. COVID-3 since 03. Me and Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so a guy called Herbie has written in and he says, uh, Hi, Betty and Rach. Hi, Herbie. Hi. Uh, firstly, I've really enjoyed your show and, well, okay, that's really nice. That anyway, is. Thanks, Thank thanks you. Herbie. Thanks, Herbie. Uh, that's good feedback. And was one wondering if you could help me with a question. Uh, we're here to help. I am wanting to buy a coffee machine for home and have a limited budget. Mm. Often the case. Okay. I hear this. I actually hear this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes from my wife. Uh, can, you, can you tell me firstly, should I bother if I can't buy it, it, the expensive gear? Okay. Uh, and second, if yes, is the, uh, what is a reasonable budget to get me started? Mm. Well, Herbie, that's, that is a great question. Let's throw that out there. Uh, Paul, I'm going to throw to you on that mm. question to get us started. Mm. What do you think? My first piece of advice to anyone buying uh, equipment at home is start with the grinder. Yeah. Buy yeah. the most expensive grinder you can afford <laughs> and, <laughs> then, um, and then buy whatever you can afford after that with, with yes. the change. So, yeah. mm. you know, uh, there are some reasonably good grinders out there in the, I guess, the consumer level yeah. right through to the prosumer level. Definitely. You know, I know uh, Breville make that a really nice one that, that mm. has a weighing and a timing control mm. and yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And they're pretty easy to adjust between maybe espresso and filter. Yeah. Um, and then you step up. I've been really loving uh, the new niche. I don't know if you've seen yeah, the niche grinder, but I've that had thing. Had a play on that. That's, that uh, thing's. It is. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. You know, I'm waiting for niche to give me one. Basically, you know. <laughs> shout, uh, Herbie, shout I can't to, afford. I can't afford to buy them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, um, I think they they come in at around about the eleven hundred dollar mark. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably out of the budget at, at this time. Might be out of Herbie's budget. Yeah. Um, but you know, buy. I think buy buy. Uh, semi-decent yeah. uh, consumer grinder mm. yes. because at the end of the day, fresh coffee 
is the most important yes. thing. Fresh always, ground coffee is the most important thing. You are always going to win on that, aren't mm-hmm. you? Actually, I had a, um, a friend that just bought some gear the other week. They bought a uh, entry-level Sunbeam machine, mm. so a cheap Sunbeam. I think they spent maybe 200 bucks. Mm. Uh, so it might have, might have been a bit more, who knows. But anyway, Around that. they said, oh, look, what do I need to do? And I gave them similar advice to you. I said, well, first of all, you need to buy a grinder. Yep. And they said, but was that, is that actually going to make any good coffee? Yeah, mm. it's actually going to be decent. If you can get So I think he ended up buying like a $99 Sunbeam grinder, mm. uh, which is like the entry entry level. Yep. Like that's as low as I would ever recommend to anyone. Yep. Mm. Yeah, it, it, Once you go below that, you just in chop a spice grinder land and well, that's where you don't yeah. want to be. Yeah. Um, but with one of those little grinders and a $200 machine, he was making like really decent coffee. Yeah. Home. Fresh And you coffee. can do good espresso. Like, mm. yeah. And that's the that's thing you should also preface it. You know, we're talking good espresso here. Uh, when when you're when you're talking steaming milk, yeah, that becomes tricky. Those yeah. those cheaper machines, you, <laughs> you, you gotta, might be standing there for five. Yeah, minutes you got to spend for, a bit of extra time, don't you? The uh-huh. you know, yeah, yeah. You pay for it somewhere, absolutely. Whether it's absolutely. on your time, or. yeah. But you know, if you want to make great espresso, that um, yeah. semi decent grinder mm. with any any yeah. machine that pushes hot water, yeah. through the coffee. Yeah. That's going to give you yeah. a decent espresso. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. If you've got um, a little bit of an idea, um, yep. you're going to go okay. Yeah, my next, sure. my next, I guess my next hack on this, and I always bring this machine up because it's it's one of the first machines that I had was the Ranchilio Silvia. Uh, now yes. I don't know if you know that machine, Very but it's well. been around for twenty <laughs> twenty five years or <laughs> yeah. something like that. It's been through a few little little repairs along the way. I mm-hmm. think it's up to version five or something like yeah, that. A few <laughs> but you will not get. A better machine for the price to um, to steam milk. Yeah. Mm. That thing steams almost as well as a commercial coffee machine. Yeah, because of the way it works. Now it does take some fiddling around to get stuff out of it. It's um, true. You, you do. can blow them up if you don't use them correctly <laughs> quite easily. Just a, um, just a little disclaimer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah if you, you let the boiler dry out and be you don't careful. fill it up with water again. Yes. Boom. Yeah, um, be but but. I think yeah. I think you can pick one of them up for um, sort of sub six hundred dollars brand yeah. new, mm. and it will. It's got commercial parts in it, so yep. it means it's serviceable, replaceable, all that sort of stuff. And um, you know, my parents had my Ranchilia Silvia for years, yeah. years and years and years, and then it blew up, um, and we fixed it again, and it kept going. <laughs> and you know what? They're they're a great little machine for the mm. price. Well, they there really you go. Are. So. So under a thousand bucks, Herbie, easy. Uh, under five hundred dollars, you can even get some. You can even get something if you if you're really savvy. Mm. Uh, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars. It's fun too, and, and we we love it. Yeah, and we like I like playing on, but you can yeah. get a good result. Yeah, Rach, have you got anything to add to that? No, I agree with what you guys are saying. I think that the quality of your coffee definitely comes from the grinder, like the freshness, like when yeah. it's ground and stuff, because we all know the lifespan of coffee diminishes when it's ground significantly yeah mm, it does i mean it, also if you're willing to not have espresso mm. yeah a grinder and an aeropress or a v60 oh, yeah. yeah yeah that's the way to go v60s just, are great yeah. if you like the black coffee yeah, yeah. You, or you can learn to love it just well, well that's that's the only thing that i drink at home yeah it's v60 yep and so i've just got a grinder and my v60 away mm. i go i have a coffee machine sitting at home it makes hot chocolates. It makes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. That's probably what my one would yep. do for the kids. Yep. Yeah, I would yep. say. Yep. So I don't know. 
Yeah. What about those people with like the automatic coffee machines? Like my parents. Oh, that, okay. It so hurts there's, my heart a bit. Yeah. Look, they've got their place. They do. Um, and what I tell people is you're always going to trade something, mm-hmm. but you, like something's a trade-off. So yeah. convenience for – so if, you, if, if, if you've got a machine that you throw the beans in, they grind, um, they do it all for you, you get an okay – you can get an okay result. Maybe yeah. not great. Mm. But the trade-off is is you keep a clean kitchen, you know. Like, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And for some people that's the more important thing is just I just want it to be easy and yeah. I don't want to have to deal with all the mess. Yeah. Great. Mm. Um, Same with pods. Yeah. Yeah. It's just convenience. It's clean. It's easy. You know what you're going to get. It's not going to be cafe standard by any means, but it is what it is. It's caffeine. It it is what it is. And now Mm. with reusable pods, you've got no excuse not to have fresh coffee if you want it. Absolutely. So, uh, look, I do have a question. Um, Uh You're in Newcastle. That's where you're based. That's right, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) what's your top two, like, bucket list cafes to visit? In mm. Newcastle. Wow. That's um that's I know a, I'm like I'm keeping it pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. even three, just, no, two. just two. Yeah. It's on the- <laughs> like if you can't get to that one, you gotta get to this one. Yeah, look, right. um oh man, that's <laughs> how do I how do I not offend the whole <laughs> I know I'm like oh. really hospital past him. <laughs> <laughs> um look, you know, my hey. two the two places I go are Josie Coffee and yep. that's a, it's a roastery and they've got a little cafe in Gateshead. Yep, yep. Um awesome. and also uh Besties, which is Floozy's Cafe. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Same reason, yes. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bucket list coffees. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Newy bucket list coffees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it's, a, it's tough to answer. There's so many, oh, yeah. so many good, true. good ones is, out there. There is. You know? It absolutely is. Yeah. Um, okay, so – so with uh, Slow Brew, uh, Paul, if people want to get in touch with you, how's the best way they can kind of find you? Mm. Yeah, um, the best way is via our Instagram. Yep. Um, that's slowbrew.co. Sweet. Yep. Um, and if people want to follow you personally because yep. you are um, – you're. You do post a lot about coffee I and do, maybe a bit, occasionally yeah. about meats. Yeah. Um, about meats and sourdough bread. Sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's at, at Barista Man. Barista, Barista Man. Man. Yeah. Yes. Well, Paul, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank mm. you so much for um, for popping in. Thank you. And being our first uh, post-COVID. Yeah, into our studio. This is <laughs> yeah. really cool. Um, we really appreciate all the info that you've uh, that you've shared with mm. us and and we wish you the best for slow brew i'm sure we're going to be seeing it around real soon yeah definitely cool thank you thank you <laughs>